Welcome back to the Jack Michael Show. Derek Hansen in for Jack, who as you just heard was on the road. Time now for Baseball This Week uh, with Corey Provis, the radio play-by-play voice of the Minnesota Twins. And he's going to actually have the weekend off. Chris Atterbury and and the gang will take care of things. And, uh, Corey, I do want to say this. Uh, with our stations here, and obviously I think most people know because they hear Jack and I bounce back and forth quite a bit, uh, uh, 790 KFG, the mainstay here for uh, Twins baseball, but we also have weekday day games, as you know, here on 740 The Fan. And uh, KFGO number one overall with a bullet, no doubt. Twins baseball, the product that you give, uh, win or lose, certainly is a big part of our rating success to uh, be the top station, the most listened to station overall on the uh, big triple towers of power there, uh, 790 and also 104.7 FM. And again, here on KFGO, uh, on the fan, I should say, our, our men target numbers that we have, just super. I mean, just amazing numbers that we have for that. And no doubt the uh, product that you give us for Twins Baseball is a big part of that. So I want to thank you for helping us be one of the top two stations in the region here. Well, it's nice to say, Derek, I, I didn't know that. Um, and I wish I could take credit for it, but it's about uh, everybody in the Red River Valley and how much they just appreciate the Twins and win or lose. Uh, their support over the uh, the many years now, more than 60 seasons of Twins baseball, and they're a vital part of Twins territory. So I did not know that. Thank you for telling me that, and that that's great to hear. But again, I I, I don't want to take much credit. It's really about uh, the listeners and and their loyalty and their love of Minnesota Twins baseball. I know you hear that quite a bit, you know, on the Twins Winter Caravan. I'm sh- certainly people down in the Twin Cities. It is it humbling to know what a big part of of the uh, people's lives that you are, you know, because it's such a big fabric of the upper Midwest here, twins baseball on the radio. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's humbling. It's very humbling. And, um, you just, you're just talking into a microphone. You don't know who's listening, how many, if they're listening, but you know, and it's corny, but I say this at the end of each season that the three objectives inform, educate, entertain, you know, that's kind of what we strive to do. And it's obviously better during winning seasons, but, um, the, this piece of advice I got from Hall of Famer Denny Matthews, who if you're not familiar with Denny, he's been calling the Royals games for such a long time and is one of the best. And, you know, the Royals had such a long, long run of just poor play without any postseason play and really a generation, maybe two generations, uh, borderline of Royals fans that never got a chance to, to experience postseason baseball. That's how long their drought was. He said, you know, it's good that you're around for the bad ones because when you get to a good one, the fans appreciate you even more, that you're, you're telling these stories about these great moments, but then they also are like, you know, we feel almost as good for the player as we do for the announcers because they were there when the team was, was losing 100 games and now they're winning 100 games. So I've, I've never forgotten that. And uh, so even during a disappointing season like this one, I still go back to that, that I know it's going to get good again, and hopefully it's good again in 2022, and that uh, the people that are with us now will certainly be with us again, if not even more, uh, hopefully when the Twins are contending next season. There's no question. You and I have uh, talked the past couple of weeks. One one of the things that's really fun to listen to is how well some of the young pitchers like Griffin Jackson, Bailey Ober are doing. I mean, that is a promising sign for the future here. I agree. Uh, you know, they, this is opportunity for them right now to, to try and, and – prove that they belong and you know in terms of depth right now if there's Devin Smeltzer and Lewis Thorpe and um and Randy Dobnak those guys they're on page two you know page one right now is Ober and Jax 
and they're taking advantage of this opportunity. Now, the other guys have been hurt. They have not pitched much this year. It's not their fault, but you have to deal with fact. So I would think going into next season, by no chance, are Bailey Ober and Griffin Jacks locks to be on the team, but I would put them ahead of the others just the way that they have performed. They've been healthy, and they're doing a really good job. They've been playing. I mean, the Twins have been playing well, and it's kind of frustrating in a way because you know it's great to see that they're playing well and not embarrassing themselves. But it's kind of frustrating knowing that this is what this team could be. Well, but is it? I mean, you know, this team was built with Jay Happ and Matt Shoemaker, two guys that didn't miss bats and two guys that pitched horribly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it. I don't know if you're seeing the offense. The offense hasn't really changed. Even in the post Nelson Cruz era, they're missing some power, obviously, but they're still scoring about five runs per game, and that's kind of where they've been at, uh, Derek, throughout the year. What you're seeing is just, you know, they got rid of just some horrible pitchers. Uh, you know, Jay Happ and Matt Shoemaker were terrible, and so that's allowed Griffin Jackson, Bailey Ober, to get the ball more, and they're making the most of it. So you can't say, you know, the Twins, did they make a mistake signing guys? Sure, because a lot of their free agent moves blew up. But even watching Alex Colomay pitch now, I mean, he's, he's mentally at ease. He knows what role he's going to be in. Uh, he's the ninth inning guy. He's the closer, and he's looking like the guy that they signed. Uh, it, it doesn't mean much now in terms of, you know, team performance uh, because they're not going to be in the playoffs because they pitched themselves out of it so early, and Colomay was a part of that. But uh, the starting pitching, to me, is what stood out. They've won back-to-back series against first-place teams because, for the most part, their starters have kept their teammates in the game. It is crazy, you know. Hap, I know, has played, you know, pitched a little bit better down in St. Louis. It's it's just crazy. No matter who it is, no matter what team, sometimes a change of scenery is what people need. It just wasn't a good fit here for whatever reason. I think the, yeah, I mean, there's obviously a veteran pitcher who's pitching the American League a ton, but I think he's having, you know, maybe some more success pitching against, um, you know, a, a National League lineup that doesn't have a DH. Perhaps there's a there's more weaker spots as you navigate through a lineup. Um, I haven't looked at all of his matchups so far, who's, who he's pitched against. I think his first matchup was against the Braves. That's a pretty good team, but... I haven't really studied much on him, and uh, so the Matt Shoemaker, I think, landed a, a minor league deal, maybe with the Giants. So, you know, good luck to those guys. Uh, it just didn't work out. Yeah. And uh, the Twins, you know, the front office has to take a look at themselves and, and figure out what did we see in these guys to sign them and just make adjustments. If that's their internal projections, the different computer, you know, formulas that they build uh, when they sign guys because so many of their free agent moves just blew up in a negative way this year that they did not anticipate. I know your broadcast uh, partner is going to have a lot of fun this weekend, uh, You know, f- celebrating the 30th anniversary, which makes me feel old. I was a freshman in college <laughs> during that World Series. But I know that he looks forward to this uh, every year, and I, I, certainly a lot of great names in the history of Twins baseball this weekend. This is going to be great. And, um, you know, I'm really happy for Danny. And Danny played a big role into making this happen. I mean, Danny was kind of – I was in these meetings not on purpose just because they happened – in our booth a lot, uh, going back to April and May, uh, you know, Danny got in touch with all of his teammates and the ones that the team could not, you know, find, you know, he did. Uh, so there's going to be so many great players and staff members back front office folks. Uh, TK is going to be back. It's going to be tough for TK. You know, he lost his son earlier in the year. That's going to be pretty emotional for him. He hasn't been around much. Uh, I know it's, it's, it's hit him really hard after losing his son earlier in the season, Tom Kelly jr. So, um, hopefully TK will have a moment to, to smile and laugh and just uh, remember so many good times. Um, you know, number 10, his number's up there for a reason. He's great, and I'm, I'm happy for Danny to be back with his guys 
and um, this is going to be special, and these reunions are hard to come by, and as we all get older, it's hard to keep everybody together, to keep everybody around, so I know they're going to savor this moment uh, one last time this weekend. And this weekend should be a fun. I'm guessing that uh, Nelson Cruz is going to get a huge ovation. I mean, he just certainly has been a fan favorite since he came to the Twins a few years ago. I agree. I agree. You can make a case that the two most impactful free agents ever signed in Twins history will be in the ballpark at the same time. You know, Jack Morris and Nelson Cruz. Um, You know, Paul Molitor is actually going to be on the broadcast this weekend, the radio broadcast with Chris. And if you look at the numbers, I mean, Nelson Cruz was the most impactful offensive free agent signing in Twins history. His numbers clobbered Molitor's. His numbers clobbered Tomei. His numbers clobbered Chili Davis. There's really no comp to what Nelson Cruz did in just more than two-plus seasons as a Minnesota Twins. So with that said, um, even as poor as they played in the postseason, it wasn't Nelson's fault. You know, he, he, he hit home runs. He did okay. Um, you know, Nelson did what he was supposed to do in the postseason. He got no help from others. Uh, so I, I would imagine that tonight is going to be a really cool night uh, for Nelson Cruz to be honored. And I'm sure the crowd will be great with all the, with the weekend, the weather, and the 91 team back. I think there will be some really big crowds, and I'm glad that there will be a big house and a big crowd because Nelson Cruz is going to be given a great, great ovation tonight. And uh, finally for you, I, I I thought it was cool. I haven't gone gaga the way a lot of people have, but uh, it was a – you know, baseball has had a lot of missteps, you know, and arguing about going back to work last year and all that. I mean, and having these collective bargaining agreements out in the open, you know, with the arguments and all that. But, boy, last night in Iowa, the Field of Dreams game, that was uh, – that kind of went off without a hitch. That was something that baseball needed. Yeah, I try to make it a point, you know, when I'm away and I'm on vacation as I am this weekend, I, I don't – I try to unplug from the game, but I did want to catch a little bit of that last night, and I saw a few innings of it, and I was sitting there with my son who's eight years old, and we've never seen Field of Dreams. We've seen other baseball movies and other things. He loves Rookie of the Year. Um, that, that's one of his favorites. But uh, I, I do want to show him that movie now, and I was trying to explain it to him about – the connection with the movie and, and the game. And then I, I read this morning, I didn't know how the game ended. It was incredibly compelling and dramatic and home runs from judge and Anderson, the white Sox walk it off, but just visually, I thought it looked great. And if you watched it last night and you enjoyed all the images that you saw, the director of that telecast, his name is Matt Gangle. Matt is the lead baseball director for Fox, but Matt is also the lead director for the twins telecast on Bally sports North. Oh. So that's how that's how good and how talented Matt is. And that, that's a Matt Gangle, you know, not a show, but he's he's the director of the, of those games. He directs the All Star Games, the World Series, and Matt is the lead director on Valley Sports North. So I think you know for you, Derek, and maybe you know your great audience there to have Matt on uh, at some point to maybe talk about his experience because I, I I could just talk about I watched maybe two innings of it and it was incredible. And Matt Gangle is incredibly talented. And again, the world got a chance to see his talents last night on Fox. Well, great minds think alike, because I just was writing down, uh, I'm going to get a hold of Dustin Morse on this. This is a, a very yeah. interesting, uh, I did not realize but how blessed uh, Dick and all those guys are to have him you know, doing all that stuff behind the scenes for the telecast there. For, yeah. That's Matt really Angle, cool. Matt, he's amazing. Really is. Yeah, very good. Well, Corey, you enjoy your weekend off. Enjoy it with your family. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, Derek, thank you. The great Corey Provis, the radio play-by-play voice for the Minnesota Twins baseball this week. That's what we have each and every Friday here on the Jack Michaels Show.
Derek Hansen with you. Again, the Twins in action all weekend long on our sister station, the Mighty 790 and 104.7 KFGO. 6.30 tonight, the first of three against the Tampa Bay Rays. Again, Vikings football tomorrow on 101.9 Jack FM. And we got uh, Red Hawks baseball right here. Every game pretty crucial right now for the FM Red Hawks, and that is an understatement. So a great weekend of sports on all of our Midwest Radio Fargo stations.